Blog Talk Radio. Welcome aboard the hemp train of thought that is. Tyler Hemp here, your hemp enthusiastic, hemp entrepreneurial host, here to hemp power and hemp educate your hemposphere because it's important for food, shelter, clothing, energy, and so much more. So get out your pens and notebooks, boys and girls. You might want to jot some crucial lessons down on this hemp episode. And I want to thank you for tuning in to Hemp Aware Radio right now. We're broadcasting this hemp episode on the Upper Sacramento River in the Trinity Mountains of Northern California. And I'll be joined in just a moment with an inspiring, enthusiastic group of boys that will also be helping to educate your hemposphere. And uh, they're based out of Ashland, Virginia. Uh, But you might be listening to a recorded version of this show. Uh, But either way, thank you so much for your awareness and your time Hempaware Radio is dedicated to putting emphasis on what's most important to you. So what is your dream? What is your purpose in life? What is your mission? What are you good at? What are you here to do? No matter what it is that you do, we're here to encourage you to do at least one thing with hemp in your daily life or in your company. And I sincerely want you to succeed in your business and in life especially with the help of hemp. And the purpose of Hemp Aware Radio is to assist you to overcome the challenges of our time and accomplish your biggest goals as it relates to hemp. And one of the most important and amazing groups of people that I'm committed to inspiring and educating is our children. And they're the future business owners, statesmen and women, and entrepreneurs, parents, and world leaders. And that's why today I have a a group of young boys that have done some amazing research and actually participated in a competition with their findings on hemp versus cotton. And they're a first Lego League team from Ashland, Virginia, as I mentioned. Uh, Their group consists of fourth to sixth graders, and there's five of these inspiring young boys, Elijah, Noah, Nathaniel, Lucas, and Thomas. And two mothers of the team coaches, Pam and Kristen, who helped bring their project together, which we're going to learn about today. Um, and every year, uh, the first Lego League teams are challenged in the areas of robotics, or at least uh, this year, uh, core, the, the core values, teamwork, and real-world um, projects. So this year's theme was uh, hydrodynamics, and in keeping with the theme um, project, the challenges uh, was to, or the challenge was to identify a problem within the human water cycle, design a solution that makes this problem better, and three, share their problem and solution with others. So we're going to learn about that today. And the problem that they chose was cotton shirts. Their solution is to advocate replacing cotton with hemp and get the word out about hemp. So thank you so much, you guys. I'm really excited to have you on today's show. Welcome aboard the Hemp Train. Hi. Hello. So, yes, I'd love to uh, first hear a little bit more about this project. And so what exactly is the Lego League? What What is that all about? Well, it's about teamwork and how we work together and um, everything that you can use in your future life. Wow. Cool. So it's kind of like a a confidence-building, teamwork-building kind of program that you guys are uh, voluntarily participating in? 
Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So where did the idea come from for this project? You were, you were given the criteria for solving the problem with human water cycle. Uh, did you guys think of a couple other things first and then eventually come to hemp, hemp versus cotton, or was it kind of the first idea that came up? Well, we kind of thought about making filters or something like that, but eventually we just decided to choose hemp because it was a good problem to choose on how much water gun t-shirts use. Absolutely. So what exactly was the assignment uh, that you guys chose? It was to essentially show the, the benefits of hemp versus cotton, or did you kind of have to learn about the detrimental effects of cotton or maybe get into some of the the details that you guys had to discover and share? Well, we had to learn all about this because in the judging room, this would be like really important and it would be really cool to share to the judges. Mm -hmm. And we learned all about the t-shirt life cycle. Awesome. So you learned from growing the cotton to, to harvesting and manufacturing. So what was what? So you guys had to do all this research and then prepare it for this tournament. And there was judges that actually critiqued you on your on your findings. Is that right? Yep. Awesome. Yes, so, that is correct. <laughs> So, so what were some of the biggest things that you learned about hemp versus cotton that you guys really thought was amazing? The amount of water that cotton uses is, like, insane. It's 713 gallons of water, and then hemp is only, like, half of that for one T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Wow. And also it uses one-third pound of pesticides per t-shirt and for cotton. for cotton yeah and hemp uses none amazing wow so you're you're dealing with not only putting the those pesticides on our body but it's affecting our waterways which is your your whole um project was seeing uh how you can improve the the human water cycle so obviously putting pesticides on these plants is going into our into our soil, into the waterways. So um, yeah. you guys found that obviously hemp isn't required, or I'm sorry, pesticides aren't required for hemp, which is absolutely yeah. just amazing and, and true. Uh, so what were some of the other cool things that you guys discovered? Well, we discovered, well, one, that the pesticides that are in your T-shirt can get into your skin and pollute your um blood flow and bloodstream. Mm -hmm. And then it takes 19 washes to get the pesticides out. I know. Isn't that amazing? You have to wash a t-shirt at least 19 times to get those pesticides out. Otherwise, you're just absorbing it. And that's, I mean, who wants to put pesticides in their blood? Um, so, yeah, that's amazing. So what were... Um, some of the, the benefits of hemp like on our water cycle that you guys learned? I mean, I know you just described the amount of water used. Was there anything else? 
Yes, the washing, to wash a cotton t-shirt, well, actually, it's the same thing, perhaps, never mind. Mm-hmm. Oh, was there anything else um, that you found fascinating, just as far as the whole uh, life cycle or, or the durability or, or different benefits of, of hemp that um, that you found? Yes. Hemp is a lot stronger than cotton by a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah the, the, the fibers. Stronger. 300%. Oh, my gosh. And it's 400% str- warm, warmer and 400% wow. more water absorbent. Amazing. Wow. So, so now so, that you guys – yeah, go ahead. Please. So – Actually, it it is six times the production per acre that cotton uses. So if you grow one cotton, you could grow six um, hemp in that same area. T-shirts. Wow. Oh, yeah. So you can grow six times the amount of, of fiber, essentially, in one acre of hemp than you can with, with cotton. Yeah. Yep. That's so crucial. So what would you say, now that you know about the, the amazing benefits of hemp and how we don't need pesticides uh, you know, to grow it and that we get more fiber from the hemp plant than cotton, what do you think you'll do differently in your life now that you guys are aware of hemp and all of its benefits? Well, I think when I go to an event, I'll start, well, getting signatures to help hemp. Mm-hmm. Uh, if the um the industrial hemp farming act of 2017 doesn't go through this year that will really help it go through the other years absolutely no you're you're doing a good thing and i want to thank you guys so much for doing that work to get those signatures and and just being out there spreading the awareness i know that you had a little bit of a challenge with the judge kind of seeing what you guys were presenting, and we'll get to that in just a moment. Um, but if if there's anything else that you want to share with our listeners about what you learned, was there anything else that we may have left out, like as far as the water cycle or, or you know, hemp and, and cotton or how they relate to each other? Was there anything you think yeah, we left um, out? How, like how many things that hemp can make, like the entire plant, I think, can be used for things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the like, different. You uses. can make oil, paint, body products, flour, and granola and cereal from just hemp seeds, and you can make so many things, including like just clothes, rope, and concrete and paper from just from just the hemp stock. There's more. There's more than two thousand five hundred things you can 25,000. make. Twenty-five thousand. Twenty-five thousand. You can make over twenty-five thousand things from hemp. I know. Isn't that amazing? And some people say it's even beyond that, which is just so crazy to even think that there could be that many things. But, yeah, I mean, we have the seed, which is really high in oil and protein and fiber and minerals, and that can produce so many different things. Like you said, oil paints or even fuels for our cars or lubricants or, you know, even eating the the seed oil in our food is 
really good for our skin and our hair and our brain. So I'm, I get excited every day to, to learn more and more about the uses and benefits of hemp. And so have you guys thought about your careers? I know you're still, you know, fourth, sixth grade, so it may not be something you think about, but have you thought about what you want to do when you get older, like as far as the career? And do you think it might have something to do with hemp? Um, I haven't really thought about it, but there's probably some way you can include hemp in, like, any job you can do. Right now, I live on a farm, so I was thinking about when I get older, I can still grow hemp on a farm, and that would be really fun to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I've kind of been interested in, like, robotic engineering, and maybe I could find some way to incorporate hemp in a r- robot. Yeah, actually they have lithium, or not lithium, but uh, also an alternative to lithium is uh, carbon-based batteries, like basically super, it's called a supercapacitor. And so there, there's now technology where they're taking the hemp fibers and they kind of, they burn it up into a, a like the carbon, just the ash of the hemp stalks. And then they take that wow. and they're able to make these micro, um, like fiber type things. Uh, and then they can produce batteries out of it. It's really amazing. So that that could definitely be integrated into robotics. Wow. Amazing. It's really cool. Awesome. And I don't know who who's saying what. You know, if it's Nathaniel or Elijah or Noah or Lucas, Thomas, thank you guys all for, for sharing your thoughts. And I know you're there too, Pam, and thank you guys for, for doing your due diligence and, and um, you know, doing this research. I've been a hemp entrepreneur and educator since I was 17, and I first started making hemp bracelets when I was 12. So I, um, I've been on a mission for over 15 years, and it just warms my heart to hear from, from people like you that are, you know, starting at such a young age because you guys have heard there's kind of this weird misunderstanding about what hemp is, especially among adults. Um, do you guys want to share a little bit about your experience at the tournament or just what you've heard from other people or what, what their impression was on your, on your uh, findings or, or, you know, your presentation? Yeah, my impression, because we are handing out flyers and I, when I hand out flyers to a kid, they don't have, they just, they're really into it, but adults more like, are thinking along marijuana lines. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and yeah, they've been programmed. So, and while we were doing our project about hemp, there was, in the tournament, there was one person who said they were too close to the law and they voted cotton on two of the answers. On well, like we would get the judges to vote for which what like kind versus him, which one they liked the best, and the person who works close to the law nodded con one or two times. Wow! So because she kind of has a bias toward the current laws about medical cannabis, she kind of had a a jaded mindset, or she was kind of 
against it, it sounds like. Yeah. So the the kids, because they haven't been taught to think that hemp is, is marijuana, they know the difference, or they don't even know what hemp is, it sounds like. They were just already open-minded to it? Yeah, like... When when I when I first heard about this, I, I well, when I did this, I had never heard about hemp before, so I assume that most mm-hmm. kids my age would have no idea what hemp is. Mhm. So when I actually you presented, didn't really even, you, yeah. Go ahead. I actually didn't even really know what marijuana was when we started the project. Mhm. So mm-hmm. a lot of kids my age didn't know, really know anything about it. So they were a lot more interested than adults were. Do you guys have like a, a dare program? I know when I was in, in in elementary school and junior high and high school, there was something called dare. Is that something that they're still doing or that they do in Virginia? Yes, they are still doing it. But pretty much we're all homeschooled except for one. Except yeah. for one. So. Mm-hmm. So you're not getting the dare program at home school at home, right? Yeah, I've heard about it because I was I started homeschooling in fourth grade, so I mm-hmm. heard about it and done. I'd done a bit with it. I just hadn't really. Did they teach about marijuana in that program at all? Uh, they did. They did, like, they taught about smoking, I think, but I don't think they really did marijuana. Okay. Interesting. So, so tell us, tell me a little bit more about how it went. I know you guys won a first place award on the robotics portion, right? Yeah, we got first place in actually both of the robotics parts. Wow. That is so cool. Yeah. We Yeah, so we got first on the robotics game, on the robot game. Mm-hmm. And so it's where you have to you, you build a robot out of like uh, entirely out of Legos and then you have to complete missions that are also made out of Legos like put like a fake water right. like a fountain to on rise. So, so and then that's the other why one. it's called the Lego League because it's all about Legos. It sounds like our Lego sponsors it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Yeah, I was wondering what and the then, name Lego came from. Now that makes sense. And then we also got first place in robot design, and that's more about like how your robot was built and how the programming works because you have to program mm-hmm. your robot to do stuff. So we got first place cool. in that too. Very cool. Well, you know, I've actually seen images online of hemp Legos because you know they can do hemp plastic now. Oh, we should have made a robot. We should have made a robot out of hemp. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? You can, you can. Uh, I, I know there's now hemp plastic printers. You know the 3D printing. And they use mm-hmm. hemp filaments for the for the plastic portion. So, you know, you never know. Maybe we can um, start finding hemp Legos for your for your next uh, for the next round. Yep. 
Well, that's awesome. I I realize we have just have about um, you know a few minutes left. It, was there um, anything else that you'd like to share, especially with um, you know people your age uh, that you know might want to know about hemp, or what 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 would you like to share with them? Like, how should they think about hemp, or what you know what should they do to maybe help hemp uh, become more present in people's homes and and help overcome the you know, problems that we're having in our waterways, you know, hurting our animals and our drinking water and, you know, our just the overall health of our planet and, and of our people. Um, you know, this is important work that you guys are doing, and I really want to acknowledge you and thank you for doing what you're doing and would love to hear if you have any final thoughts for, you know, people your age or just anybody listening that wants to know about hemp and, and what they might do. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I sorry, I forgot. I'm gonna hand it over to someone else. That's okay. Yeah. So if you, we were collecting uh, letters to our congressmen, so we signatures for signatures for our letters to Congress, our congressmen, to ask for their support of the of the Industrial Hemp Farming Act. And so we could keep doing that, doing that, and yeah, it would help a lot. For, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, so getting signatures and a great resource is VoteHemp.com. They're constantly putting out information on the current legal status of industrial hemp, and they also help with finding out who your representative is, so that you can get signatures or letters sent to them. So. Uh, for our listeners out there, if you haven't been to VoteHemp.com, definitely check it out today. Get those papers uh, printed out. Get those signatures and um, do what you can to help make le- uh, hemp legal again. Um, you know, you guys are, are really inspiring, and I thank you so much for being on today's show. Uh, did you have any last thoughts that you wanted to share with our audience before we finish it up? Yes, if you ever... See a hemp t-shirt, and it's a choice between hemp and cotton. Choose hemp. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. Absolutely. And you guys actually had hemp t-shirts printed on, right? And it said, <clears throat> "What anything that cotton can do, hemp can do better." Yes. So and for those I that are listening, one way we, yeah. Please share. So it. I thought of one way we can help hemp grow. So we could. Mm-hmm. Tell all our friends about hemp, and then tell them to buy hemp T-shirts. Even though it costs more, you should still buy them. Then once you get more of that, they'll start getting more hemp. And so the, the stores will start making more, getting more hemp so other people can buy it. And so that will help mm-hmm. make hemp legal again. And then the exactly. price would and, go down, yeah. and many more people exactly. would buy them. Exactly. Yeah, that's uh, the technical term is supply and demand. So you're absolutely right. The more we produce, that means the more that will be available, and it will force the price of hemp to go down so that it does become more affordable for others. So you're absolutely right, and I agree with that 100%. If you're out there and see a hemp product or a hemp t-shirt next to a cotton one, definitely pick up that hemp shirt. And 
We actually have him T-shirts on Bullkemp Warehouse and some other uh, amazing stuff, bullkempwarehouse.com or educational resources on hempaware.com. And if you want to listen to the archived hemp episodes of Hempaware Radio, just visit hempaware.com forward slash radio, where this hemp episode will also be, uh, in addition to all the other ones about hemp foods and hemp businesses and uh, hemp education, hemp legalization, and all that amazing stuff. So thank you guys again so much for uh, tuning in to Hempaware Radio today. And to you, Elijah, Noah, Nathaniel, Lucas, and Thomas, and Pam, uh, and Kristen, thank you guys all so much for being a part of this movement. And if there's anything else that we can do to empower your hemposphere, we're here for you. So thanks again. Thanks for having us. Thank, thank you. you. All right. Have a great rest of your day, everyone. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. 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 This is your entrepreneurial host, Tyler Hemp. Thanks for tuning in to Hemp Aware Radio. See you on the next episode.